0: For most of humanity, there's been a system of government where a small minority rules over the people. From emperors to monarchs to oligarchs, the will of the people, the desire for self-determination has been repressed. A group of visionaries envisioned a nation ruled by its citizens, one where leaders were chosen by its people to be held accountable, hence the United States of America was born. That dream of democracy has been defiled. We find today, our nation is run by a minority not held accountable to its people. Instead, special interests and money are the driving forces of our government. At Candidates Platform, we look to restore that vision. Our goal is twofold, to educate voters on the issues of the candidates running for local and state office, and to give the citizen the opportunity To run for office by having a simple, intuitive, cost effective place to manage their campaign. Let's work together to restore democracy to the people.
1: Hello, hello, and welcome to the very first episode of the CP Show of the year 2022. We're very happy to be here and very excited. To start another year, we are actually, this is our one year we've been doing in this show for an entire year, and it's been fantastic. So um, as always, I am your host, Diego, and I have my co-host here with me, Kathleen Gomez. How are you doing, Kathleen?
2: I'm doing pretty good. Thank you. How are you?
1: Oh, you know, I can't complain. Like I said, new year, Um, you know, we started this, I believe, exactly
2: a year i think it was the january 9th of 2021
1: so So we've been doing it for a year we've had everyone here with us and it's been a lot of fun um i think we've learned quite a lot in that year that we've been doing it Um, yes so so definitely i mean i think it's been a it's a pretty exciting milestone i think to manage to to go a whole year um you know they say always the the first year is, is is the toughest year and I mean, I think of just where we've come from, from when we started to now, um, is just it's just really incredible. So I, I can't look, can't wait but to look forward for the following year. I think we're going to make some huge strides. So
2: yes, I mean, this is uh, I think in the beginning of January we we uh, had a a pretty good view. We thought we were doing really well, but since that time we've actually really expanded um, and grown a lot. And acquired another member to our group. So there's three of us working on this. And you've got the baby boomer, the millennial, and I guess what is he, a Gen Z or Gen X? Yeah. Gen Z. And so that's pretty exciting. Yeah. And uh, and I and I really believe that we've come to the point where we're in a good situation. We've kind of got all our what is it? I's dotted and T's crossed. Mm-hmm. to be able to, to move forward in a big way in twenty twenty two.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've definitely I think not only with the show but as well as uh you know the project we've probably we've been calling Canon's platform, um we've kind of really narrowed down kind of our scope as well as kind of finally, you know, we spent the latter half of last year um kind of formulating what we need to do and kind of getting all the processes ready. Um and I think the you know the, the uh, first half of this year is going to be really all, I'm very excited. It's all kind of the the fruits of the labor coming to fruition. And so now we're we're kind of in that action point in time. We're getting ready to launch very, very soon. It's coming up really quick. And so I think we're all just, you know, very, very excited. I think that 2022 is, so far, is, uh, is a year of excitement. And I'm, I think not just for us, but also for the whole world, you know. I think this is the year we kind of maybe break through and, and uh, through COVID and then hopefully uh, our little our project breaks through as well.
2: Yes, I mean I think I think after the past two years, maybe even we would say maybe since twenty sixteen, maybe the past four years, you know, it's been a lot of emotion around politics, right? And a lot of emotion can be good, but it can also be kind of I don't know what I wanna say is, you know, putting on your 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 uh, or you're only seeing one way. And I think everyone's kind of come out of that. We've gone through this angst and through whatever people felt like, anger or, or whatever, and realized that we really need to view politics as something that happens in our days, in our life, every day. And we have to accept it and be involved in it. And I, I, I believe there's somewhat of a beginning of a change of sentiment in the political environment where, you know, people are kind of realizing, hey, can't really stand or sit on the sidelines. We do have to be involved. And it means knowing knowing what's going on, what the issues are and who's running. So I really kind of feel that we're in a good space for what we want to do um, because I do feel that people are looking for another option or something else or they realize the only way to change the process is still through our democracy and our laws and creating laws and electing leaders to create those laws. So it gets us there. And um, there right now isn't any better system than what we have. So I really kind of feel definitely uh, a change in the mood. And when I talk to people, they're not so hateful about it. And I think they realize that all that has to calm down for us to continue. Yeah.
1: No, I think it's definitely, um, we're, we're, we're really kind of getting to a point, I think, as a whole, we've had, you know, the last six years, really, you I mean, say 10 years um, of kind of a lot of animosity and, and it's still very much there. But I do think it's not so much of yelling at the person across on the other side as much as it is working with the people on your side um, right. to get things done. And I think people have realized that, you know, we can complain as much as we want and, and you know, kind of. You know There are little temper tantrums, but really what happens is, you know, we might as well now get actionable and get things done. And so I know I think that uh, there is a huge surge in kind of this uh, this need, and, and I think that we're hoping to provide it and educate, you know, help educate people on who they're running, who they're voting for and who's running, um, especially, you know, the down ballots um, at the county level. So I think we we got a bunch of big things. We spoke a little bit of it last show, but I, we do have some big
2: new announcements. Um, you know, really and yes, way. and with that intro, um, why don't why don't I just go into asking you? Um, we've been known as Canada's platform, oh, well, this is for quite a while, and we are rebranding and changing the name to Kaius. And so, Diego, maybe I can ask you these questions. Um, and you can explain, since this was uh, a part of your idea, and I do agree it was a good idea. And uh, and what I want to say is, uh, why do you think we need to change Canada's Platform to Kyvius at this time?
1: Well, when we started Canada's Platform, it was really, I think, always, it was about kind of our mission. It, it was really, we started as an idea of, we want to give a platform to candidates. We wanted to give them a space for them to, you know, basically have run and talk about you know the issues and the policies they believe in, um, that that they personally believe in. So it was always about giving space to candidates, and that's I think why we named it Candidates Platform. As we've progressed through. We've expanded the scope of just a you know a place or platform for to candidates. To, we've expanded the scope now, and we're now much bigger than just that. We've you know stretched out, and it's it's not just about that. It's also about voter education, and so we felt that you know being staying called candidates platform, it kind of limits it, it kind of limits us as to what we can do, and so we decided to change our name so that we can kind of more accurately describe what we are and kind of what we intend to do.
2: And so can you tell the audience what CAVIUS stands for?
1: Uh, Yes, so one thing we have um, we've had for a while is the Know Your Vote initiative. Um, Basically what that is is that is our not-for-profit and that is an initiative purely for voter outreach. What it is is just to basically get voters to be more educated and more knowledgeable about the people that are running down ballot. And so we started that about two years ago, and we felt that we needed to kind of explain that really our core ethos is connecting voters and to candidates so that candidates can explain their platform, but also so voters can be more knowledgeable and educated. So Kyvius is K-Y-V-I-U-S and that stands for the Know Your Vote Initiative, US for United States. Um, and we, we chose it because I think it just much more accurately, you know, uh, kind of describes the scope of what we're trying to accomplish. We're, we're multifaceted, we have a couple of goals, all centered obviously around one core goal, but it's not just about, you know, candidates or voters, it's really a combination of, you know, creating a better situation in the entire country for both sides.
2: So would you kind of say that Kyvis is kind of going to be fueled by the candidates' campaigns because it's kind of, is it it's it's still a two, two fork, two pillar kind of foundation, right?
1: Right. And, and that's, I think, kind of why we, why we sell it with the name is it doesn't, you know, we're not just about voters. We're not just about candidates. We're really about making them, you know, blend seamlessly together. Um, so, you know, we we are still, you know, We're still at our Ethos candidates platform. We still are the platform for the candidates. However, going forward, we're also looking at the bigger picture of having the best and the most knowledgeable elections we can in the future.
2: Right. So, you know, uh, let's talk about what down balloting is, because sometimes people um, don't really know what that term means. How would you explain it?
1: So down balloting is kind of uh, just a term. It really comes down from back in the old days. It uh, still is today. But back in the old days, ballots used to be, you know, all in paper. And at the top would be the biggest offices. So, you know, your federal and, and then, you know, going down into your, your um, state level. And then it'd be all the way down to local, your city stuff. And so down ballot was just basically... Um, the smaller regional things. So the closer, the smaller the region is um, and the closer it is, the lower on the ballot is. And historically, people tended to know the least about it. So if you think about it, you know, people tend not to know who the people in the county are that they elect, but everyone knows who their president is. And so there's been a big push on both sides um, for a long, long time. Uh, not only was down of ignored by voters was actually ignored by the parties most parties really didn't care about down balance that much until very recently so that's kind of where where that term comes from that's where why we've been focusing so much on it is because we see that as a huge you know uh more knowledge on these people would be a huge boon to our local communities because then we could actually if you knew what these people are who are running your you know local government which really on the day-to-day, is what really matters to you, um, it'd be much more beneficial for society to have uh, to have kind of people know who these people are and, and, and a little bit more of an educated voter.
2: Well, you know, um, I remember a great statement. Um, there was this one uh, young man who was going to vote for his first time, and he was 18, That was maybe four years ago, and he asked me, you know, if he should even vote. I think I've mentioned and talked about this before, but I I think it's true to why we're doing what we do. And, um, you know, your generation, and even myself, I see there's no more news, local newspapers and local communities. I think, um, you know, where you might have a county that had 10 10 different newspapers, you're lucky now that county has one. Um, And he asked me, you know, should I vote at all? Because I don't know who I'm I don't even know who's running. I don't know even what offices are You know, people running for. And he goes and then you've mentioned this all this also that there's always been a push to get out the vote, just to go and uh-huh. vote no matter what. Right. But, you know, John F. Kennedy once said, you know, the ignorance of one voter in a democracy impairs the security of all. And it is like playing Russian roulette. You know, you got two bullets and so you're going to choose or maybe there's four candidates. But if you if you get to the down balloting and you don't know who is running, you know, I think what happens is studies have shown that when you don't have information on the candidates, people make decisions like on. Oh, well, I knew, you know, a Paul Brown in school. He was a good guy. I guess I'll vote for him or whether or not that they're first in the ballot position. I know in some places, like in DC, they do a, a lottery, right? You know, you pick from a, a hat and say there's 13 people running for a city council seat, and you hope to get that number one because that gives you a higher percentage of being able to win, just because you're the first on the ballot, especially if you've got like, say, 13 candidates, which DC is known to have. So, It's a terrible way to vote. And you have to wonder, is that vote, should that person vote if he is ignorant and doesn't know the people who are running or even what offices are up? Or is it something that he's supposed to do? I mean, I would tend to think, and you hate to tell anyone not to vote. But if you don't know what's going on, I, you know, it's a good question. What do you do?
1: And that's kind of why we created this, was that we wanted to kind of eliminate that issue because ideally everyone would be knowledgeable about who they can vote for. And so we, we, we definitely realized that, you know, an uneducated vote is really, when it comes down to it, is not worth very much for, for the common good, um, because it's, it's really no different than we might as well not even bother have elections and just kind of have a, like a lottery on who wins at that point.
2: Um, exactly. Right. And that,
1: that's really what, what we've kind of been doing. And I think a big reason for why we've struggled as a society so much is because of that. So what we aim to do, kind of what we want to do is, is just eradicate that issue altogether, essentially. So,
2: and, and, and I think one of the statistics that um, I kind of uh, came across was really disturbing. So in um, the last election, which was Was that two years ago, right? 2020, 50% of all registered voters voted, which is, I think, pretty close to the highest, I think, that they've ever had, possibly. Mm -hmm. Of that 50% who voted, 30% of them only voted for one race. Mm -hmm. So that means 20% of those who were registered probably, and I'm sure that it's even a worse statistic. To figure out how few actually voted for everyone who was on that ballot. So when you think of only twenty percent of the population having a say on local campaigns or local candidates, who really wouldn't you say that the local candidates, whether it's a county level or state legislature or even your city, don't? Do you agree with the with the um, statement that? those are the people that really have the greatest impact on your life
1: oh absolutely I, I think it's also kind of indicative of where i think you could kind of say that local and county elections tend to be you know or, or government tends to be the most corrupt with the most um kind of nepotism and, and favoritism done you know it's stuff you don't really see at the bigger scale because they know that they're going to be you know, held accountable. When you're a senator, I mean, for a great example, um, you know, when when you're a, a senator who is, you know, getting insider information about the COVID pandemic, and you know, kind of selling shares because of the information they have on that, that's right. going to, be, you know, people are going remember, okay, that person did that. But when your, you know, city or county government official is, you know, getting paid kind of on the side to uh you know give local contracts to certain contractors that's you know people don't know who he is so people kind of just you know it kind of is like oh you know so and so and then in three years you forget you ever heard that story you know Mm -hmm. so i think that's really why we want to push this so much and why we're kind of working on this is because and and i've been in local and, and kind of national um politics and the local stuff is sometimes way more just bizarre and fun and i don't want to say fun but interesting and unique and and, and that's where you get the real you know characters to be completely honest um you know you get the the tighter team guys running for um for stuff and, and, and you definitely don't get at the upscale so I, uh upper ballot. so i i would say that i do think there is you know people have gotten interested in politics and really people have just you know kind of the surface of politics because once you dig deeper there's so much more interesting stuff and it really is down ballot.
2: that's right that's right yeah it is um and and i i think that people a lot of people i come across i'm kind of surprised kind of think that a lot of the the things that are funded by local municipalities or counties you know is they, they kind of think the money comes from the federal government, like, you know, say police or, you know, the firemen and stuff like that, when in actuality, you know, uh, whatever kind of fire truck you have it is going to be decided by your city council, 90, 95% of the, of the situations. And I don't think people realize just how much local decisions, you know, whether or not you have a senior citizen um, center or... You know what bus your your kids, what bus uh, company your kids take to go into school. There's so many, so many things that the local politicians or local elected officials decide on, and and it's everything from, you know, your how many parks you have and your trash trash collection. I mean, we can go on and on. And the other thing I think that's kind of a, a good thing about what we're doing and maybe you would go into it is that it's not just about electing people to an office, but it's also about the issues that come on like bond issues or referendums. Uh Correct. How would, how would Kyvius do this for people? I mean, how would it be beneficial? Not just about finding out about a candidate, but finding out these other things that are going to be voted on.
1: Well, yeah. So, I mean, the thing is, is, is it is, you know, we, are, we do talk about candidates quite a lot, but it's really about anything you can vote for. So a big thing is is um, a lot of stuff gets passed at the county level, um, as we've talked about before, and that's really kind of where people's knowledge is the least, you know, it's the lowest point. So another big thing we're going to do is we're going to have actually uh, these propositions and these mandates, wherever they will be that people can vote on, um, actually on our site as well so that you can actually learn and kind of hear from both sides directly onto what they believe and say. So obviously, you know, I think it's the best way to do it is to read both because it's going to be directly from the horse's mouth and then that way you can make um, kind of the uh, you can kind of have the final say in what you think the best is. And, and one thing I would actually that's actually quite topical is uh, very recently. Um, I'm not sure if you're you've heard of it, but uh, there's a festival called Oil Dorado in California. And it's in um, the city of Taft in uh, Kent County. And it is a whole um, festival, essentially, on uh, on um, oil, petroleum that basically you dig mm-hmm. out of the ground. And, um, and Taft in and count, uh, Kent County is, is one of the biggest oil producers um, in the country. I believe California, actually, despite its kind of a green image, actually, I believe is the fifth largest oil producer in um, the country. And with the kind of new movements to, uh, to, to kind of go green, Gavin Newsom um, and, the, and the state has basically said that they want to have all, you know, oil and uh, gasoline fracking uh, phased out by 2040. And it was actually Kent County um, officials who kind of have sued that and have stopped that resolution for right now. And that's just really a good thing of, you know, however you feel on, on, on oil, let's say you, you are pro-oil, those are county people that they voted for and, and had they not, you know, voted for, had they voted for someone who was maybe oil unfriendly, well, then you're going to get, you know, then they, this wouldn't have happened and then this would have, you know, had passed through clean and you'd be looking at, you know, not having that thing, you know, that oil Dorado festival, and having the oil culture in, in, um, in Kent County. Or the other way, if you're, you know, green, you know, a proponent of Green New Deal, well, because you didn't, you know, maybe know who these guys were and what they stood for, these guys won, and now we're not progressing towards, a, you know, a, a better system, and then we're just, you know, kind of continuing down the path of climate change. So it's really, you know, that's the thing is wherever you stand on any real issue, it does matter, and if you don't know who they are and what they believe and what propositions are on the ballot, then it, you're not going to be able to to get the best outcome for you and your community and your children.
2: And I think people also have to, they don't realize that a lot of the laws that we are seeing pass on, on a federal level started really at the local level, for
0: Mm -hmm. instance,
2: gay marriage and women's voting rights and some of the environmental issues. They do start at the local level and then get pushed up as in a sense, so do local politicians. You know, they all started somewhere, most likely they started at, a, you know, at a, either maybe a state or a state, I think, post or, you know, very few get launched into the national level without having any kind of, um, you know, uh, political background. But I think with um, Kyvius, as you say, this, I believe, is going to be a better a better fit the name. Because it does really kind of connect, I think, the voter with the the candidate. And so how do you, do you see with having the name change that it's going to affect candidates in any way?
1: So so everything we're doing is still the same. Um, We're still the same company with the same structure and the same, you know, ideas and, and beliefs. So everything in that sense will stay the same. I think it's going to benefit the candidate in some you know simple i think just quick ways and for example you know tyvious.com is a lot easier to get people to type than candidates platform.com um but i think the big thing about a rebranding is it's going to help it's going to help the, uh, the candidate because it's going to you know more accurately kind of Show that we're not just about candidates. We're about and and I think that's the thing every candidate wants to say as well is that they're not no candidate is really about themselves. They're about what they can do for the community, and they can, you know whether it's you know the city, the county, the state, the nation, you know the ethos of, of running really is it's it's you know public servant. So you know no 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 one who's running wants it to be it's not a popularity contest. It's not a you know, it may sometimes seem like that, and some people maybe have that, you know, idea, but but really what it's about is it's about the community. And, and everyone, you know, I think everyone believes that they have, you know, the best ideas. And so when you get a more educated voter base, what you're going to do is they're going to be able to see those great ideas you have because they're going to be able to understand what they are and that it's you that's proposing them. And so that's just going to really benefit a candidate. It's just going to benefit the whole entire community.
2: So let me ask you: um, people have are still seeing candidate's platform on our Facebook and and on the website. Um, when do you believe the new name will start to take effect? So, when people will have to start thinking of us as Kyvius?
1: Right. So um, at the end of the month, we will be officially transferring over everything to Kyvius. You um, won't have to do anything different uh, for our people on Facebook and. And Twitter, you know, we're, it'll just automatically change. Going forward, um, you will be able to find us on Kyvius.com. That's K-Y-V-I-U-S.com, uh, At the And that will be ready actually on um, March 1st, it sounds like. So we're looking forward to that. We're going to be doing a bunch of, over the next month, um, kind of some blasts on our social media where you'll be able to kind of see. We're very excited. We're going to be getting some new logos and some new designs. Um, and I think it's just going to really uh, kind of exemplify what we're about. Uh, we're, you know, it's a modern movement, um, kind of a really, you know, we're we're bringing campaigning kind of to the twenty first century's kicking and screaming. So I think it's uh, ah,
2: especially me kicking and screaming because I'm a baby boomer. But w- when you say this is going, it's going to be like a high tech and, and and new. What do you mean by that? Is it going to be something that that you can't find on other, you know, kind of platforms like this or? or?
1: Definitely. I mean, I I think really, you know, what we're bringing to the table is definitely unique. You're only going to really be able to find it with us. It's going to be able to connect, you know, as we've gone, you know, the last 20 years, 22 years now, we've in the world gone more and more connected. And I think. That's we're kind of doing the thing now where it's, we're connecting people to in politics and, and I think that's been the last big disconnect. I mean, you can you can, you know, message, you know, celebrities and athletes. You can, um, you know, message friends from far away. Um, but you're, you, we're really connecting now everyone to their, um, to their, uh, to their candidates and to the voters and we really wanted to take that pathos through and through. And so we're actually very excited because we're also going to be adding the um, Ethereum digital wallet. And so uh, we're going to be kind of- in, uh, Wait a
2: minute, what did you say again? What's it called?
1: So it's Ethereum digital wallet. Um uh-huh. Ethereum is a blockchain. Um, it's not, you know, just everyone thinks when they think of crypto or, or blockchain, they think of the currency aspect of it.
2: And like that Bitcoin?
1: A, right, Bitcoin. Um, Ethereum, Dogecoin, Litecoin, these are all kind of new popular um, popular uh, cryptocurrencies. And, and it, But that's the thing is it's not just about currency. It's actually there's a whole lot more to do with it. Um, another big kind of big word been thrown around is NFTs. And that's also kind of nothing we're doing, but it's in the same kind of thing of blockchain and, and for just a real quick summary of what blockchain is, is it's, it's peer-to-peer uh, so there's no you know centralized computer system that controls everything it's, it's, it's basically you know two computers, three computers four computers they're all talking to each other there's no one thing you know talking to everyone and everyone's just basically validating everyone else's um, information. So when we do the uh, digital wallet, What it is, is we're actually with the Ethereum system, we're actually going to be able to have a unique, um, you know, and a unique ID, authenticated ID for you. So you don't have to, you know, give in all your personal information to different websites, stuff like that, even to us. What you can do is if you can create your ID and then you can port it over to our website. So when you log in, you just log in with your Ethereum. It's kind of similar to when you log into an app using facebook for example that's mm-hmm. kind of a good way to explain it
2: okay and
1: um really the reason we're doing that is because we truly believe that we need to be open and transparent and neutral and, and i think the big thing is is that what this does is it takes out tracking so if you're if you're someone you know we've seen over the last year or two uh you know people support someone and then someone finds out about it through you know bank statements or something of that that and you know they you know dox them and it becomes a whole thing and I, and I i don't the biggest thing my biggest fear is i don't want people to be harassed and bullied for who they support because i truly believe in the marketplace of free ideas for elections that you know people should be able to support whoever they want without fear and that's kind of what this will be doing is basically being so you can anonymously you know, support and donate, or, 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 you know, you don't have to be, but it gives you the option to be anonymous so that that way, for example, if you're working work in finance and maybe you are personally, you know, left-leaning, you're you're socialist, you maybe don't want your boss in, you know, the finance world to know that you're supporting socialist candidates. Um, Mm. Perhaps you work in, you know, um, perhaps you work in like the fashion industry that's notoriously left-leaning and you're a, you're a, you're a conservative you, or you're in the gay community and you're a conservative. You don't want your friends to know because you don't want, you know, negative effects in your personal relationships. Well, this gives you the opportunity to still voice your opinion while being able to be comfortable in your life and, and not have to you know, worry about negative pushback just because of your beliefs.
2: And that's really interesting because um, I think everyone is concerned about Big Brother watching. And being mm-hmm. able to track. And we know that they, they do it almost now in every which way. And everyone knows you and you say something or you Google something, all of a sudden that keeps on showing up on your ad. So that to me, I think, is really, really interesting. That And I think a great benefit to people to know that they won't. There's this option where they, if they contribute, it can't be tracked. I mean, that's huge. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I think... That's kind of what we want to do. And that really is, like I said, our our, core ethos of our being is, you know, to have the options for people, you know, for, uh, for, you know, obviously different people need different things. And so really what we want to do is we want to, you know, if you want to you just sign in normally, you know, I, I think a lot of people do get kind of blinded, you know, with all this new talk of, you know, cryptocurrencies and blockchain and, you know, NFTs and everything. So if you just don't want anything to do with any of that, then by all means, you know, do it the normal, the old way. But we want to give that option in for people because, you know, not everyone necessarily wants. And of course, you know, if you do it the normal way, it's not like your information is out there. But this just, you know, kind of cements it and keeps it just a little bit safer.
2: I think that's huge. And and with that, the first 30 minutes has gone by pretty fast. We're going to take a short break and we'll be back with you with some new and exciting things we're going to start doing.
0: For most of humanity, there's been a system of government where a small minority rules over the people. From emperors to monarchs to oligarchs, the will of the people, the desire for self-determination has been repressed. A group of visionaries envisioned a nation ruled by its citizens. One where leaders were chosen by its people to be held accountable, hence, the United States of America was born. That dream of democracy has been defiled. We find today, our nation is run by a minority not held accountable to its people. Instead, special interests and money are the driving forces of our government. At Candidates Platform, we look to restore that vision. Our goal is twofold, to educate voters on the issues of the candidates running for local and state office, and to give the citizen the opportunity to run for office by having a simple, intuitive, cost-effective place to manage their campaign. Let's work together to restore democracy to the people.
1: Hello and welcome back to the CP Show. This is Diego and I have my co-host Kathleen here, and we were actually just kind of finishing up talking a little bit about um, what we're planning to do with our new our new uh, project Hiveus and kind of the new features we're gonna be implementing into it. And so uh, we just finished kind of talking about uh, the, the digital uh, uh, crypto Ethereum and how we're going to be kind of weaving that into our project as well so that that way um, you can you know have an identity identity that's come anonymous as well as donate to candidates anonymously using cryptocurrency so
2: and, and a lot of the third world like the and especially the African countries are really big on this type of thing aren't they aren't they using all this stuff
1: yeah it definitely I mean it has um, It has some really, you know, huge functions that I think are just fantastic for the everyday person. So one thing um, actually fairly recently was in Nigeria. There was a group of students were protesting, um, were protesting for some, some laws. And I don't know all the specifics, but they were protesting. And uh, the government actually shut down all their bank accounts and cell phones and everything. um, And just basically froze all their accounts. Um, and, and so that's kind of, you know, something with, with, dig, uh, with kind of cryptocurrency uh, is that you can't really, um, you can't do that because there is no centralized uh, kind of host, if, if for lack of a better term. So if, you know, let's say there's, just to keep it really simple, you know, there's five of us, all of our, you know, profiles and computers are basically kind of doing the math and algorithms for everyone else and so you know if i send you three dollars and then or if they're three coins and you send you know person C three coins and and then they send it back to me and then you send me four we're all kind of tracking that and so basically what it does is it kind of takes out that middleman that processor mm-hmm. um and so there's no one to you know freeze your account because the government tells you to be tells it to because they don't like what you're protesting so it really you know, it really gives people a lot of freedom and kind of a little bit of security. Not that they won't be worried that, you know, um, for speaking up or for voicing their opinions, that they'll be censured, you know, financially or, or socially.
2: So it's kind of like um, it is taking the middleman out, which is, I think, what we've always thought is the best thing mm-hmm. uh, and what we were working for, because, you know, you're also... With our website, we kind of take out the middlemen or the political industry of uh, campaign managers and website builders and, you know, marketing um, analysts or, you know, the ones who can buy Mm -hmm. you more followers Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. And and basically because we're going to connect you directly to the voter in a way be very interactive and so you don't need to have all those other people involved so i, I just think and this, the
1: media as well you don't have to have right. and the media as well is the biggest one you know you don't have have you know uh, people telling you what someone or the candidate says because you can go hear exactly what they say yourself
2: right the political yeah. consultants that uh, that you know make those terrible political you know um campaign ads which are just so bad. I don't know how they keep on getting hired, but they do. Okay. But um no, I i am really excited that when no when you were talking about this, I really didn't quite get it, but um that's why having such young um partners is really good because there is it's just a whole new world out there. And I think if we can get the middleman out of it, I think it's gonna be a much much better um, service for everybody. So with that said, you know we have invested some of our own money into this, and um, because we do need to be able to expand, and, and we feel very strongly that once we're up and running, that'll be a matter of, of a lot of growth. And so um, with that said, I'd like to announce that, you know, and I ask you, Diego, to, to please explain what's going on with our GoFundMe um, cause that we're going to be doing pretty soon for go find me effort i should say yes
1: so a, a big kind of uh, you know way we want to go about it is we want we want to remain independent and neutral and that's very hard to do with you know big money backers because they're always going to want you know their political agenda and what's best for for them to be to be present and and that's kind of the, the kind of the worry we've had is you know if we do take some of this you know investment from these bigger firms or from you know these high you know high net worth people we you know they will obviously of course own you know and have the right to you know say well you know i i i don't like this guy this guy is you know gonna hurt me financially or or even you know i have an issue with him i want you to take him off and if we take you know money from these big you know big special interest groups then all right we have to do what they say because you know they are you know, they are a part owner. And money. That's and, right. Right. And, and you, know, we can't, you know, we can't say, well, no, we won't do that. So we made the des- decision that we're going to stay neutral, stay independent. You know, this is a project for the people. Um, and so, you know, if we, you know, kind of lack of a word, you know, we don't want to sell out to, to, to big money interests. So with that said, we decided that what we're going to do is we're going to actually reach out directly to the people. Um, and ask them to, you know, participate and to help keep us independent. So we will be launching a GoFundMe at the end of the month. Um, The whole thing about it is we are going to be keeping it, um, you know, help us stay independent and to stay honest and completely transparent. This is really the only way we can. Um, All the money will go, of course, to the project. Um, you know, it's it's all going to kind of be reinvested back in so that we can scale up um, so that we can, you know, in two years have every election on there, and that, which is our goal. And so this is just something that I think was inevitable. We, we never were going to, you know, we, like I said, we made that decision. We don't want to, you know, sell out to some tech company or anything like that because we truly will keep this, you know, a, a place for free speech and for free thought. So anyone, you know, no matter where you sit in the platform, whether you're, you know, progressive or, or conservative, I mean, hell, even if you want to ban politics on the internet, you know, we still would let you, uh, we still would <laughs> let you be on this So that's right. Way to do it is, is if we don't have these, you know, special interest people uh, kind of telling us what to do. And so we we ask that. Uh, you know, for people if they're willing to help us uh, kind of succeed in our mission, help us stay independent so that we don't have to take any money so we can scale up um, and so that we can, you know, remain true to our ideals and philosophy and create a system uh, for, for, you know, running elections that's fair, that is um, unbiased, that is not moderated by, you know, arbitrary rules and, and beholden to you
2: know, um, a select few, few people. Well, that's, that's really encouraging. And, and I think that that is um, is, is probably the best way to go with this kind of grassroots campaign that we have for our, our initiative and for getting local regular non-political type people to run for office, even if it's just one term. Um, do you you have you said you were going to launch it sometime at the end of um, this I month?
1: Believe, uh, yes, so I believe we'll probably launch it uh, the first of, of February. Uh, we will be obviously in our next show have a concrete date for everyone, so you know everyone can you know we will be going into more depth about it, but that time when and, wow, uh, when and why. Um, but we're planning arbitrarily, you know, kind of doing it early February launch most likely the 1st or the 31st of January, somewhere around that time
2: frame. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a, I'm sorry, do you have a goal of a certain amount of money that you're looking for, or is it just to, to basically so put we're, we're it still, out there and see what we get what We back?
1: Kind of, we're still kind of, um, you know, debating that. We do have some numbers of how much we need to, you know, at different scales, uh, different scopes, so, you know, to go nationally, how much we need to go Regionally to go low, you know, within the state, all these different things. We do have some different numbers. Um, I would say it, we do intend to keep it a little bit of a of a rolling thing. Um, it, it, it's basically we're asking people to invest in their communities, to invest in their um, in kind of their elections, and, and to invest for a better society. So it's one of these things of, of your donations. I think will be paid back you know, inform more just on the sense of your communities having a more knowledgeable community, because. You know, if more people understand what's going on, they're going to vote for better candidates and. You know, I, I, I think that we all want that. We're all in the same, you know, same boat. We may disagree on how to get there, but I don't know a single person who doesn't want their community to be better, so and. Um, and that's kind of what we're really going for you know we we just want to be able to do this right do it the right way do it unbiasedly and do it free of censorship
2: correct and and, and um we have said that um, we are going to be doing launching this our kivius.com um, this year in Arizona and yeah. i think it's always interesting because people don't realize just how many elections there are at a local level. Um, I know we were discussing it a while back, and I can't, I don't know if you remember exactly or approximately. um, How many races would there be in 2022?
1: Um, So, yeah, so in 2022, there's going to be about across the country about um, 100,000, 100,000, more or less.
2: In just the year 22, right? In
1: just the year 2022, um, and that's you know across the entire country. So
2: And that's local, you're talking like local exactly. and, and county, everything. everything. Okay. Yeah. That's quite a few that's quite a lot of left. We have about half a million seats. Um and so
1: we on these are kind of rough generalizations, but we have about um two hundred and fifty, about half of that is on the main, you know, four-year cycle, the same as the presidency. Um and then you're gonna get about hundred thousand or so um, on your off year, you know, your are 22, 20, uh, 26. And then you get about 50 to 75 on the other, the, the, the odd
2: years. So. Right. Like, right. Like 2021 would have been an odd year. Yeah. So that's, um, that I think is, um, people just don't realize how many, mi- how many elections happen every year, um, mm-hmm. that have such an, an impact on what's going on. Um, do you see so what what our timeline is 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 of course is launching this this uh website in march we figure probably march 15th or the end of so march we'll have, we'll right.
1: have for, the, um, for the you know for everyone to to use will probably be the end of march uh we'll actually be doing limited kind of testing things kind of early march but our our, our full official thing will be late march um, of when we actually have, you know, the website ready to go for anyone to kind of log into and look at. We're going to be having, you know, over the next couple months, we're going to be announcing, you know, uh, you know, campaigns and uh, positions that we're going to be actually um, running and hosting so that, you know, we can have these candidates on for those cam- for those positions on our website. We'll be kind of slowly announcing as time goes on more and more uh, positions and what's available so you know we're really excited for that that'll be you know throughout february we're going to be announcing a lot of positions so i think we're really really pretty excited for that one
2: um, and i believe you know by the next time we're on the air um, we'll have uh more guidance and where we can tell people to go find our gofundme page mm-hmm. um how they could um find us throughout our different social media sites and we will have been able to do the transitioning over. So either within the next show, which is two weeks away, or the early February when we'll have everything set so that we can inform people so that they can know how to find us, how they can support us. You guys and
1: are the first to know, basically.
2: So <laughs> get the first to know, exactly.
1: Exclusive. Uh, and that's really, I think, what this show is about is it's it, as much as it is kind of explaining to, to you guys what we do, a huge part of it is, is a little bit of just us kind of, you know, mulling about our thoughts and, and kind of, you know, thinking of how we want to progress through it. And so, you know, a lot of times when we talk about the things we talk here, you know, it's anywhere from one to, you know, sometimes four eight weeks um, until we actually do it. And so that's kind of what I love about doing the show is we just get to kind of, you know, talk things out and, and kind of discuss it and, and kind of, you know, be there with, you know, with people and, and kind of just listening to what people like, what people don't like. Um, it's just, it's hugely beneficial to us. And so I know I'm, uh, I'm really appreciative of this, but yes, uh, we're not really asking for money or anything right now, uh, but we will be, um, we're just kind of letting you guys know what we're going to be doing. And um, probably the next show or the following show, we'll have the actual links to everything and where you can go um, to, you uh, to find us and, and you know find our social medias and everything, but every, everything will be you know going through the Kyvius platform, which I'm very, very excited about. And um, I'm looking forward to kind of seeing what, seeing you guys use it and kind of getting feedback on what you like, what you don't like, what we can do better. Um, and so you know but I'm just excited for everyone to be able to take this journey with us.
2: Um, it, it is very exciting to see, um, uh, timing is everything. And I do believe that this is all happening at the right time, um, especially for us and for the political arena as it stands today. I think people are going to be excited about the fact that they can connect directly to the candidate, um, no matter where they are and no matter where the candidate may be. Um, that's that's a huge thing. And, and to be able to ask questions and interact based on you know what the candidate wants to do, because as we say, this is really a template for them to create their put their message, to send it out, to be able to reach out to voters who are, are interested in, and want to understand more of what they stand for.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think I know I'm, uh, I'm I think, you know, I'm looking forward to really just hearing from listeners um, who have been listening to us Lisa, for the last year now. And kind of been on this journey with us to kind of, you know, see what just, just really when it comes down to it, I think their perspective is the one I value the most because they've been with us for so long. Um, and, and I, I have I feel that their insight will be so much more than anything we can provide. So I know I'm really looking forward to that personally.
2: Yes. And I believe, you know, as we start this new year, we're going to change our format a little bit on the show and having, again, bringing some people on the show with us to give, uh, you know, their viewpoint on why it's so important that people run for local elections and why it's so important to know who you're voting for. So we have a lot of things that we are going to expand on, a lot of new ideas we're going to introduce. And so we really do appreciate everyone who's listened. And um, we are looking forward to being more interactive with our audience also.
1: Yeah, I think uh, you know what we need. What we're really looking forward to the most is, is just this year is we're really going to bring people together. And I think there's so many people that are involved in in politics, or you know, or, or really invested in it. And I think you know a lot of people maybe go into Twitter or social media, and you know, unfortunately, when you're going into Twitter. Uh, to get into political politics is is a scary thing. And um, I, trust me, I've been there, I know it. It's a lot of weirdos talking there. And so I think to having, you know, a dedicated place where people can rationally and cordially kind of, you know, discuss these issues and, and kind of support their people, I, I think is, is really exciting. And so I think people are going to really, you know, gravitate towards that. And, you know, I, I think there's a, you know, Twitter is, is a perfect place, but it's just unfortunately not very conducive to, to politics.
2: And it's a lot of different people's ideas and viewpoints, isn't it? I mean, it's probably the least scientific of ways in which to learn about politics, but it seems to be where the go-to for a lot of people.
1: Oh, absolutely, and I mean, I think that's the thing is is, is uh, the you know we have these new you know things like Getter and Parler before and Gab and. I think the issues they have is is that, they're one, they're kind of just echo chambers of, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure there's someone on the left that I'm not aware of. Uh, And the reason Twitter is popular is because you can reach to people who have different opinions. And I think that's really what we're striving to do, is to get people to go on a website, leave their bubble, leave their comfort zone, and interact with, you know, candidates who maybe they don't, wouldn't traditionally support because of that, you know, either because of that R or that D. Or even if it's just location, um, and you know, I think people, if they're able to see each other, um, they're going to be able to, you know, um, kind of listen to each other. They're going to be able to understand that okay, we're all on this boat together, and you know, maybe instead of arguing about, you know, do we patch the sails or patch the hole in the, in the hull? Maybe we, instead of arguing about it, maybe we do one and then the next. And so I think uh, I'm I'm optimistic. I think it's really going to be really, you know, just good for society. We're going to be able to educate people, which is all I really, you know, personally, that's that's my whole and goal. This, so.
2: I hate to interrupt you, but we always think that we have a lot of time to discuss, and we're actually about 15 seconds away from ending the show. So I want to thank everybody for being with us for this past year. Please stay on tuned in, because we have a lot of exciting things to talk to you about. And Diego, I'll let you have the last word.
1: Alrighty, Well, um, I hope everyone has a fantastic rest of their Saturday night. Um, thank you so much for being here with us and for listening to our first show of 2022. As always, it's been a pleasure. Um, have a great rest of the evening and a lovely Sunday.
2: Goodbye. And a happy new year. Good night.